Rational, the podcast run by two of what Myers-Briggs calls rational types. But honestly, I'd say we're only mostly rational. Get it? Do you get it? Mm-hmm. I did I yeah. did the thing where you said the name of the show. They get, get it. it. Okay. So, here's how it works. You ask questions and we answer them. Sometimes we know the answers. Sometimes we pretend we know the answers. And sometimes we literally only read the question because it is the weirdest thing that we've read today. I am Asia Sanchez, the oldest and the perceiviest. And I am Tawny Sanchez, the youngest and the judgiest. I don't like the way that sounds. Oh, oh, well, you said it, not me. You wrote it. First question. (laughs) Uh, This was sent in using the hashtag MostlyRational on Twitter. Uh, This is from Aston. Thank you, Aston. Was Carmen Sandiego ever found? Or is she waiting for the statute of limitations to run out on her worldwide crimes? Well, honestly, all I know about Carmen Sandiego is occasionally watching the cartoon when I was a kid. So, I don't think I would be the person to answer this. Okay, well, all I know about Carmen Sandiego is that she is my hero. And <laughs> I've always wanted to be Carmen Sandiego, and I even almost went to a costume party dressed as Carmen Sandiego, and I made a friend at a different costume party because she was dressed as Carmen Sandiego. She and I both have a propensity for history and breaking through locks. I yeah, hope I'm using that word right. Like, any particular history that you had a propensity for? Uh, world. Where in the world is Carmen Sandiego? Where in the world is Asia Sanchez? Is what they'll be singing in the future. And yeah. I used to watch the game show with Joey Triviani. There was a game as the show? Host. You are too young to remember this. Apparently. Yeah, before there was a cartoon, there was a game show called Where in the World is Carmen Sandiego? And all I remember is that Joey from Full House was the host. I was feeling pretty old until about now. (laughs) And then, so, you remember in Bicentennial Man, that lady at the end who, like, tells them they're going to die, like, peacefully? Yeah. Actually, I do remember that lady. (laughs) So I'm not really sure, but for some reason, like, I get the impression that she's the same lady who was kind of, like, the background vocal host of the game show, and then I remember that there was a lightning round. So there's there's a lightning round, and we go, and then you knew it was the lightning round, and I have zero recollection of how the game actually worked, because I was five. Interesting. You're really bad at sound effects. I just, you know, I'm realizing that. I was this really proud of that sound effect. I mean, that's not at all what lightning sounds oh, like. Oh, give me your best lightning. That was like a weird, I didn't say that I was any better. I'm just saying that that was more like a oh. weird, <laughs> weird howly wind sort of thing. Okay. First of all, lightning doesn't have a sound. So a weird howly wind thing is exactly the sound that you want to make. I'm sure that there's some sound that comes from lightning. No. Silent. It's like a strike, isn't you it? You hear the thunder. No, I hear th- you hear the thunder before, and then you hear the lightning, but it's always... I know you think I edited that in from a real recording of a real thunder. Nobody thinks that, Aisha. <laughs> Not one person. That was, that was all me. <laughs> a single person listening to this. Oh, so, um, we're not answering the question. So was Carmen Sandiego ever found? Obviously not. She is a beautiful... I thought you you found her at a costume party. 
oh my god, you're right. Yes, and it turns out she was wearing a wig all along, and um, her name was Elise Nielsen. <laughs> <laughs> Hi, Elise. You'll well, never that, listen to that this. answers that. <laughs> <laughs> um. All right. Second question. You want to ask? You want to ask one? Sure. Uh, I think we're keeping on a similar theme here. No one cares where Waldo is anymore. How is Waldo? Has he been taking his medication? Well, thank you for asking. I <laughs> I have recently taken on a new name, um, Asia Sanchez. I'm only making this this joke because mom keeps calling me Waldo. Why? <laughs> because I walked outside in my beanie and striped shirt and round the glasses like an <laughs> idiot. <laughs> and she said, hey, there's Waldo. And I was like, humiliated in my own driveway you know what's weird is that i think just two days ago i was i don't know why but i was googling best waldo cosplay and i was really <laughs> disappointed wait 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 wait. was it just a bunch of pictures of crowds <laughs> and like you couldn't find anything any i wish <laughs> that would have been better cosplay to me but i don't know why sometimes I just get in moves to look up different cosplays, but there it's very rare where I find ones that are actually really good or where they actually match the character. <laughs> and there was just really bad Waldo cosplay, and it makes me wish that I was a tall, thin male with brown hair that could cosplay as Waldo just so I could do it. Better. I don't understand how you mess up Waldo cosplay. <laughs> I don't know either. It's so simple. And there are so many. They have at Target Waldo cosplay. Like, they have the stuff for you. Just, it's really easy to find. It's not even like people have to make their own stuff. That's pathetic. It is. I think nobody, it's just that nobody does the hair right. And then <sighs> no one ever does cosplay hair right. I'm going to be real here for a sec, you guys. All you anime wig makers and wearers, it looks terrible. Yeah. Like, please try and interpret it as though it's real world, but also don't just wear a flat green wig, you know? Like, meet us in the middle somewhere. Yeah. Also, I'm going to want to see some of these bad Waldos, and maybe we'll, <laughs> we'll pick out the worst ones and put them up on a Patreon. Oh, what's that? What did I say? Yeah, you heard me. The Patreon. We, we have, have a Patreon. We have a Patreon? I know, I didn't tell you. <laughs> I'm already trying to sell out. <laughs> <laughs> Episode two. Episode two. Um, no, we had actually a very generous donation by Tyler. Hi, Tyler. I don't know He Tyler. has become a patron, and Logan is a patron, and Kiri is a patron. I do know Logan, I think. Yeah, if he, it's the he, Logan that it is. you went to Hi, Logan. school with. It is. <laughs> and, oh, shoot, who's my other one? It's um Ashley. I almost said Ashley Tisdale, but that's not. <laughs> that's, just... that's a celebrity. Who <laughs> <laughs> just found us. I'm sorry I forgot your last name, actually. <laughs> I, drew, I drew a picture of her once because she became a patron. Yeah, there's little there's little perks. Um, I have a se I have separate perks for my art stuff and separate perks for the podcast. So if like you hate my art but you only want to support the podcast or vice versa. Well, next question. Will you be using the same tin cans you used to re 
to record to record in episode one, or will you upgrade to empty Folgers containers? Well, as you can clearly hear, we have upgraded to. Shoot, I couldn't think of any other coffee brand other than Folgers. So yeah, Folgers. <laughs> it's the worst coffee. I know. I really right. wanted to like say the better one, but I can't remember what the better one is. Any of them. Like, any other coffee. <laughs> Pete's, Rayleigh's generic Dunkin' Donuts. Actually, Dunkin' Donuts pods suck. I don't like, know why anybody buys those. Kirkland. We just made enemies. <laughs> Because I know there's some diehard Dunkin' Donuts. But the pods are not good, you guys. I don't think you're going to find diehard Dunkin' Donuts people <laughs> in California. Um, you'd be surprised. We're not in New York. Some people, they just keep moving here, Tawny. Stop moving here. The traffic is terrible. There's, there's too many people in California. There's too many people. Yeah, in general. In general. Okay. Is this a math question? If train A leaves the station going south at 120 miles per hour... And train B leaves the station going east at 85 miles per hour. Why was the show called Angry Beavers if one of them was clearly chill as... Oh, I don't know if we can say this word on my podcast. Heck. I can't believe you. <laughs> it really was heck. <laughs> um, okay, Tawny, you and I um didn't watch this show, did we? Nope. I honestly, <laughs> I've heard of it and I know... Nothing. It seemed like one of those shows that I would hate even when I was a kid because it was loud and colorful and (laughs) (laughs) like all the things that appeal to kids but stressed me out. (laughs) I didn't like it. (laughs) Like I think I can tolerate SpongeBob now more as an adult than I could as a kid. Uh, I'm gonna take a guess at this though, even though I've never seen the show. I'm just gonna say that maybe. The one that was clearly chill as heck was not clearly chill as heck. And he was, he had this internal (gasps) anger. He was like us. Yeah. Because people think I'm chill as heck. Me too. I mean, not when they listen to this podcast. But I'm angry. (laughs) I'm an angry beaver. You are an angry beaver. You're an angry robot murder buddy. (laughs) Okay. You guys, if you ever get to know Tawny, you will understand what I mean. I think that the angry beaver, the chill beaver, was just, like, the foil for the angry beavers. So that you could, like, really clearly see what a non-angry beaver was like. So like, And then the you could be like, wow, those beavers are real angry. But I'm, I'm guessing that there were only two. And that would make it... I don't know. Why I'm, are you guessing that? Because that seems like the only reason this question would come up is if, like, 50% of the beavers were chill as heck. Connie, you way overestimate the rationale behind these questions. Like, I'm assuming this is, like, uh, the universe of the show has a lot of animal characters, and I'm thinking more than two beavers. Like, probably they live in a dam of some sort. What if this is, like, a Noah's Ark situation? I just now realized that this whole time I was thinking about Angry Beavers, I was thinking of the show PB&J with otters or something. Do you remember? What? There was some kind of otter show. I don't know. Who cares? We didn't have cable growing up, you guys. We didn't have satellite. Someone quoted Spongebob at me recently, and I didn't know what they were talking about. And I was like, (sighs) I'm... I'm sorry, like, what did I watch as a kid? Whatever was on, 
early in the morning on Saturdays. Carmen San Diego. And Sherlock Holmes in the 22nd century. Sherlock Holmes in the 22nd century. Yeah, that was a great show, actually. Oh, man. Where is that show? I'm going to YouTube that later. Pretty sure you had a weird crush on a cartoon. Oh, heck yeah. <laughs> Should we uh, move on to the next question? No, I wasn't done. Um, <laughs> I want to keep talking about a show that we have never I want to talk seen. about... The difference between kids who had cable and kids who didn't have cable and how we have this cultural gap. Yeah, we had to, like, go outside and use our imaginations and My parents would literally lock me outside. (laughs) Well, that was just you. I actually (laughs) enjoyed being outside and running around. I liked playing Neopets. Well, I liked Neopets, too. I liked 12 hours of Neopets in a row. I liked uh, about three hours of Mirka Chase. Oh my gosh. Yeah, that game was great. Which is basically just the, the game of Snake, you know, and all it requires is the use of the four arrow keys. And Talk the more stress. nags that you collect, the longer your tail gets. And I love that game. In fact, I think that not too long ago I went back and I played that game again because i still love it i love that donnie donnie do you know that it was only about a week ago that i also described the rules to mirka chase to somebody (laughs) (laughs) oh my god oh my gosh and also you guys i have a million neo points and it's collecting interest in the bank you still have it of course I've been using the same username on everything since I was 12. Well, I forgot all of my um, my accounts for when I was a kid. I don't want to say what my username was. Teeny Cheetah. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> Teeny Cheetah. So by the cultural gap, I mean, though, like, we are missing out on so many SpongeBob memes. Like, I can look it up and say, oh, see, oh, like, okay, I get it. SpongeBob said that 12 years ago, and now it's a meme, ha, ha, ha. But I'm not getting that wave of nostalgia that goes along with it. But I do get that nostalgia for, like, Buzz Lightyear of Star Command and Recess and yeah. Pepper Ann and Doug and Lloyd in Space and The Weekenders. Those are good shows. Sagwa. Sagwa. That was, I mean. Nobody's watched Sagwa. That's PBS. Nobody, I, but I love it. She's your best Arthur. friend. Arthur. Arthur is just the greatest show. Okay, Tawny, I think we're getting ahead of ourselves because we have another question that um, is what is our guilty pleasure show? <laughs> That's not my guilty pleasure. I have no shame about watching Arthur. So we need to know what your real guilty pleasure is. Yeah, and I'm not going into that. Um. <laughs> You're editing that out. I'm not editing that out. Asia, you can reveal my guilty pleasure. I don't even know what it is, because <laughs> I don't care. <laughs> Connie won't let me actually reveal her guilty pleasure show. Yeah. <laughs> to be fair, I think like 80% of what I watch is guilty pleasure shows. I have... So I can just start listing shows. <laughs> okay, next question. Your turn. How long before AI gets to Ultron levels of disdain for humanity? I only saw that movie once. AI? Ultron. <laughs> I saw AI multiple times. Jude Law was in that movie. I know, right? I was like, that's not true. I love that movie. Oh, Ooh. man. I remember when I was in high school, um, my English teacher had us watch a scene from AI, and it was the scene where she was basically making, uh, what's it, Haley Joel Osment? Yep. 
his character the guy whose face her. stayed the same size although his head grew <laughs> Sorry, sorry, Haley Joel Osment. I know you're a listener, but <laughs> sorry to put you off. Anyway, the scene where she is putting like the program into him to make him love her as a mother, he made us watch that, and it was so creepy because he like really pointed out, just watch his face, watch his face, and how slowly it changes, and. Now, every time I see that movie, I think of that, and now I try to do that with a lot of movies that I watch, actually. I it's thought you like were going to say... It's like a nice teaching moment where you, like, pay attention to these... What? I thought you were going to say... And now I really try to do that to other people. <laughs> to, like, try to program. Them I... program them to love me. <laughs> and watch their face as they slowly fall into my trap. Why would I do that? I don't want... We don't want minions. No, I don't want minions who are robots. Then I have to be around them. No, you don't. You just command them from afar. They love you. They'll do anything. You just call them up and be like, oh my god, it's Donnie. What's, what, what is it, queen? My, my liege? My lord? I Yeah, I don't think I'm the type of person who would want minions. No matter how evil uh, I was or, like, how Later. much I wanted to dominate the world, I would never want minions. <laughs> you know that I'm not talking about yellow minions, right? <laughs> I know. I know. Those would be easier. Those would be... I just want one. Just one little yellow minion? Yeah. To, like, do all my minion. errands for me. That's all but I would, need. But would you trust the little yellow minion to do your errands? He no. can't possibly do any worse than I do. You know, I'm actually really sad that I watched the Minion movie, and I, uh, I got through it, but I really regretted it. I watched it, and then I immediately tried to watch it again with somebody else. Why? But then we started it after, after God. starting it, trying to convince them to watch it for two days. They were like, fine, they finally start it, and then we're like two minutes into it, and they were like, I think I've seen this. Oh my god. <laughs> I was like, what? How did you forget that you saw the Minion movie? I think they blocked it out. I, I mean, I wish I did. We have not even a tiny bit answered the question. How long before artificial <laughs> intelligence gets to Ultron levels of disdain for humanity? Um, I think we're already there, dude. I think my computer hates me for sure. <laughs> Why else would it be so slow? I don't know how to answer this question. Do you, I mean, is it not true that sometimes your computer is just not working and then you're like, please, and you touch it just so gently and then... It just, it's like, okay. I don't think I would really consider, I mean, I guess it's artificial intelligence, but it's, it's barely. Have you ever talked to Google's artificial intelligence? Only to ask it, like, about the weather. Clever bot or something? Uh, No, I've only talked to (laughs) Google, I've only small talked with Google. Oh, no, I'm talking about clever bot. Like, clever bot and I, we have so many deep conversations. And he's so mean to me, or she, or it. I thought you were going to say that you had so much in common. We do. Also, that that's how we get into these conversations. You guys, do you know, uh, this is apropos of nothing, but do you know how you can tell that I'm a perceiver and Tawny's a judger? She came into my room today and she was like, so um, when are we going to do our next podcast? And I was like, oh, now? <laughs> so here we are. <laughs> yeah. 
just thinking about doing this podcast was giving me social anxiety. I don't think that counts as social anxiety. That's just general anxiety. It's like preemptive you're not, social anxiety. You're, you're, I'm the only person here, and I'm barely a human. So, it's it's not really social anxiety. Yeah, but Tawny, I'm the one who has to, like, post this and actually, like, click upload and post. And, like, it's commitment. And then um, I advertise I'm, it. And I tell people, please, please listen to to these words that I am saying now in the past. And so it's like preemptive. The words you're saying now in the past. Yes, you know what I mean. They I'm the one who I mean. has to let you do that <laughs> for me. <laughs> like, I just have to sit there and then randomly get a surprise notification that it's been posted. Like, oh, oh no. What did I say? I are don't you remember. Sure, are you sure that you don't need a minion? Because you seem like you really are into letting other people do things for you <laughs> and then complaining about it. I am sure that I don't need another minion. Hey, I'm not a minion. <laughs> okay, next question. Is the Great Emu War the greatest what? war of all time? What is that? I don't know. Can we go to the next question? I'm going to go to Google is what I'm going to go to. You better think of something entertaining to say while I do this, because my computer is slow. The Great Emu War. I'm trying I already forgot to think what I was supposed to what. Google. <laughs> <laughs> that, that's really sad, Asia. One of the questions we got was just, memory of a goldfish? <laughs> so, good time to throw that in. Wait, one of the questions yes, we one. got was, memory of a goldfish. Yeah. Who was that from? Who do you think? I I don't want to offend people by who making a think? guess. Who do you think? Are you going to bleep it out if I say wrong? Sure. Didn't send us questions. I don't know who sent us questions. Tony, we've literally got questions from like four people. <laughs> I don't I don't have the account. It was Sharon, obviously. It was in like the first list. Okay, well, always says she's like a goldfish, so. Mm. Probably. Oh, so, so maybe we was like... I have the memory of a goldfish. And you were like, uh-huh. And Sharon was like, uh-huh. And secretly in her head, she was like, what does that mean? What is she talking about? I don't understand. I better ask a podcast. I don't think that that's what happened. Okay, so the Emu War, also known as the Great Emu War. Oh, you know what? I actually knew about this. I read this whole Wikipedia article once late at night when I was doing my normal, you know, <laughs> reading every single thing on the internet ritual so this is a war i believe the emus won in the end didn't they uh, between australian farmers and emus <laughs> and i do recommend that you read this wiki article because it is pretty great and this guy jo sir george pierce definitely looks like somebody needs to make a movie about this guy <laughs> He, the he, minister of the emu he war. Was the minister of the emu war. You know, I'd be really sad if that's what if I was in if I was on Wikipedia that that is what my title was. Like that's how people remembered me was the minister of the emu war. There's like this tough looking farmer guy just holding a dead emu by the neck. So trigger warning, I guess. Australia has problems with emus and rabbits. I I would argue the rabbits are possibly worse. What was the question again? Is the Great Emu War the greatest war of all time? I think that it depends on what your definition of greatest is. Yeah, like good or biggest. Yeah, I don't think any war is great. So, like, peace, you know? Peace. Okay. Peace is great. 
All right. Well, we <laughs> why don't we talk about what the greatest piece is? The greatest piece of all time. Um, a piece of pumpkin pie. No, absolutely not. <laughs> pecan. Yeah, actually, pecan is <laughs> pecan my favorite. Pecan pie. <laughs> That's the best piece. Okay, question answered completely. Let's move on. <laughs> I sneezed, and now I've had chest pain for the past 36 hours. Is this how it all ends? Yes. Mm-hmm. You're dead. Sorry. I'm how sorry. How long ago did they ask this question? Ooh, too long, because they surely died within the next 15 seconds. Is this another Aston question? Yeah. Okay, well, I spoke to him recently. I think he's I think he's okay. Are you sure? I, he is not a zombie. Or a ghost. I cannot be sure. Did you see him in person? I did not. <laughs> Um, I have wondered this as well, though. I have sneezed and hiccuped so violently that I felt like my chest was being torn asunder. And my like ribs... you're laughing as you're describing this horrible, horrible And my pain. ribs all broke. And I died for, like, five seconds because my heart, I'm sure, stopped for at least five seconds. And that happens to me a few times a year. Every time I get a cold, I think. I die a little bit. That is interesting, though. Oh, Every time I, mean, I get a cold. I don't know why that would happen. I why would you would get chest pain for that long? <laughs> you really need to stop singing on this podcast. No. Please. No, I'm trying to get my voice out there. I'm trying mm. to get discovered. By who exactly? Archaeologists. <laughs> <laughs> I can't even. Oh, God. Archaeologists. Right. Anthropologist. I'm sorry if you're dead, Aston, because that means that you're I'm not, not. going to hear our glorious podcast. I'm not, because then he won't be able to submit any more. She's just flooding our hashtag mostly rational. <laughs> Moving on. Dream job? Go first. Okay. My dream job would surely be this podcast if for some reason it makes me rich. But actually, no. My real, true, honest-to-goodness dream job. Do you want to know what it is? I I know that the listener does. Our single do listener. You, do you know that though? <laughs> My dream job is I go for a walk one day. This is the dream and, scenario. And, that's it. That's the end. Your no, dream is to go for a walk shut, one day. Shut, 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 shut. I go <laughs> I go for a walk one day and I see something glistening out of the corner of my eye. And my natural curiosity takes hold, and I walk over, and I rustle through some bushes, and there's a partially open sack, and it's just chock full of gold doubloons. <laughs> and <laughs> and I tr I'm a good citizen, so I take them to the police, and they're very heavy, so that I'm very sweaty <laughs> when I show up, and they're like, wow. You're a hero. Um, if nobody claims these, then you get them. Because we decided they're not historical artifacts, so you can have them. And then nobody claims them and I get them and I'm rich forever. That's my dream job. Asia? <laughs> do you know what a job is? It's something you do to make money. That That is true. So, I don't understand what you're asking me. So your dream is to be, like, a really, really lazy pirate. <laughs> I mean, kind of. <laughs> that sounds pretty good. I would want to be, like, a like an actual pirate. 
Okay, well, I need to find the bag of gold before I can be, like, a real treasure hunter because I can't afford to just, like, commission a boat, you know? I'm not Matthew McConaughey. I can't afford these trips to find the treasure in the first place. I was thinking right, of right, um, right, right. Nicolas Cage, you know, and people that would fund his treasure hunts. Okay, nobody funds his <laughs> treasure hunts. I'm talking about Matthew McConaughey, who goes on yacht trips to find sunken treasure with Kate Hudson. They do. Have you not seen National Treasure? Only 10 trillion times. Yeah, okay, kidding? the guy that turns out to be his enemy was originally the one that was, like, giving him money and, like, spending all what the money. What is that guy's name? I've looked him up on IMDb, like, 10 trillion times because he dies in literally everything I've ever seen. He's really good. <laughs> he dire. always dies. He can't even be in a movie anymore because he's a spoiler. <laughs> You're like, well, I know what's going to happen. Oh, well, I would like my money back, please, because he showed up in the first five minutes, so I know exactly what's going to happen here. He's going to turn out to be bad, and then he's going to die. He didn't die in National Treasure, though. But he turned out to be bad. Yeah, but he went to jail. That's just, like, PG dying. (laughs) His Uh, career died. Because he was with Nicolas Cage in a movie. (laughs) Um, sorry. Nicolas Cage, I know, big fan of the pod. Sean Bean. Sean Bean. How do I forget that name? Because it's Sean Bean. Do you know what I really like (laughs) is that when people don't know him, but they're trying to be formal with him, they call him Mr. Mr. Bean. (laughs) Oh, man. Oh, man. No wonder he had to, like, try really hard to make a career being the bad guy and stuff. He has a funny name. Okay, if you could rename yourself without all the paperwork, what would your new name be? Uh, Tawny, you can feel this since you actually have renamed yourself and (laughs) did all the paperwork. Yeah, I did have to do the paperwork. So the fact that I already went through that just shows you that I do like my name, and I don't think I would want to change it. But uh, before I changed it, my legal name was Baby Girl Sanchez. And, uh, yeah, it was very interesting experience telling people that for the first time when I was in high school, a lot of random people, people that didn't even know me that well, they just decided, hey, 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 baby girl, what's your name? Yeah, no, it was, it was actually funny because people were like, oh, we're going to call you baby girl. And then, uh, one of my guy friends was like, hey, baby girl. And then he realized how weird it was. And he's like, nope. Nope, never mind. Sorry, Tawny. Sorry, sorry. And, uh, yeah, so now I explain that to people because a lot of people want to be like, oh, I'm just going to call you baby girl. Nope, don't do it. So the reason our parents were not, (laughs) our parents didn't name her baby girl, nor did they name our other sister baby girl on purpose. You and Kiri had the same name for a while. You were both baby girl Sanchez. Um, so they both had to get their names legally changed because our parents are just very indecisive and couldn't decide on a name in time. So Tawny, for the first few months of her life, we called her Ty because that was going to be her name. But yeah. Then it got changed. I kind of, I would have liked that too. I really like the name Ty. Sometimes I tell people they can call me Ty, but nobody ever does it. It's a good nickname for you. I have not had to change my name because... Like, mom remembered to write my name down, except she forgot to spell it right. <laughs> so, <laughs> she was probably on all those birth drugs this or whatever. Is, if you are having a child, 
you need to name your child correctly in the hospital when they are born because otherwise you will be like us and you will have to spend seven months getting your name amended and then you can't get your license and then you can't go to college because <laughs> because your parents didn't name you in the they hospital. Couldn't choose a teenage. Yeah. Okay, but my mom did name me in the hospital, and that's why my name takes up two lines on my driver's licenses. And that's why you went to college. Because my mom... <laughs> I, um, because my mom... My name's supposed to be Anastasia, okay? And my mom was like, but I want people to pronounce it Anastasia. So if I leave the, N, the A off, then people will say Nastasia. And that's not true, mom. Um, here from the future to tell you that's not what people will call me. They'll call me Natasha because they don't know how to read. They'll call me Nastasia because <laughs> even I came up with that one. I, I Even I'm enough of a bully to, to make up that name. And that's like, that's just the tip of the iceberg. Sometimes you get the truly bad readers who are like, Natalia Nastasia Natasia. And so, anyway, yeah, I would like to get that changed someday back to Anastasia, because not only that, you guys, my name, Asia, I didn't know it was Anastasia until I was five. I've always gone by Asia. My birth certificate says Nastasia parentheses Asia, and that's my legal name. And then I have two middle names. This is ridiculous. Yeah. It's absurd. We all, all three sisters have a long name, a short name, and two middle names, and the it's just such an ordeal so i guess maybe i would want to change my name but at the same time i don't it's like i don't know it's kind of a good story but what sometimes. would you change it to if you had to change your name if i had to change my name like i was a criminal on mm -hmm. the run you couldn't go through the legal process <laughs> i guess <laughs> i never thought about it do you have one in mind for you yes no gaborkian <laughs> Gaborkian? It's just the first name that popped into my head. That's not a name! It is. That's Dr. Gaborkian. Why do you know that? Because I know history. Where in the world is Carmen San Diego? I don't remember the tune. Anyway, uh, do you have one for yourself, is what I was asking. Um, well, when I was in 8th grade, Colin made... <laughs> And list of everybody and gave them replacement names and he named me Sharon, which is my grandmother's name. So you you would want to be named Sharon? No. Okay. Sharona. My Sharona. Do, 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 okay. Do, do, do. Then everybody would get that song stuck in their head immediately. So for me, now that I thought about it for like two seconds, I have names, like, if I had these imaginary children, if I had accidental children. Don't say this. That's a different question we're going to answer later. <laughs> well, I'm just saying, like, the reason I chose those names for them is they're names that I really, really like, and I just think it would be the coolest, and uh, Wolfgang. I would oh my love to have that. It's either, like, at least, oh like, a gosh. middle name. And if your child is not named Wolfgang, Yo Diggity, <laughs> whatever, I will never forgive you. No, I like uh, Liam Wolfgang. If I had a boy, it's <laughs> <laughs> like the most trying hardiest name I've ever heard. I love the name Wolfgang. I think it's cool. We need to bring it back. Okay, I think the weirdest name that I like and would consider naming a child is Blue. Oh. But it's pretty weird, so I probably wouldn't. 
Gray is pretty cool. I like gray. I like the name gray. Um, I don't want to be named Sharona. I, I think my name fits me pretty well. I know, that's the thing. It's hard to picture myself with a different name because it's weird how names can kind of shape a person. Like, every person I know with the same name seems to have some weird underlying well, yeah, similarity. Because nobody meets someone named They're Asia <laughs> and then is, like, not going to treat them differently. <laughs> oh, I was going to treat you one way based on your appearance, but your name is Asia? That's a whole different ball game. Here we go on this relationship. You know, I honestly think that if I had mom's name, it wouldn't be so bad. Laura? I think I could be a Laura. Mm, no. Okay. You could be a Peppy. <laughs> no. I absolutely could, could not be a Peppy. You could be a Tony. Everybody calls you Tony anyway. Oh, God. It's the worst. <laughs> I'm sorry to anyone named Tony that is listening to this, but I go nuts when people call me Tony, because I, it's a different letter. (laughs) I know, but I hate it. Like, I don't know what it is. Maybe it's, maybe I hate it because it's so close to my name and I just wish people could read, but Natasha, (laughs) it might driver's license right now says Natasha. I've also gotten because they did not spell it right. I've had people call me Titania. You should tell them it's Titania. Yeah, Queen of the Forest. I recently um, got the nickname (laughs) T-Rex. I don't know why. I'm like, are you criticizing my arm span? My friends call me Asia-Oasia. And I'm not joking. I have two separate groups of friends that independently came up with Asia-Oasia because so often did they have to say Asia-Oasia. (laughs) <laughs> that it became a name. <laughs> Independent of each other. I think it's time for the next question. Wait, I just have one more thing to say about this. And that is that I'm very angry about the A being taken off of my first name and making it Nastasia. Because when it was Anastasia, my name was 26 letters long and started with A and ended with Z. It spanned the alphabet. Much like that character in John Green's new book, who I'm still convinced is based on me. Okay. But I still tell people that. Like, in my mind, your name is Anastasia Lee. Yeah, me too. And Nastasia is just some weird thing I have to deal with in my day-to-day life. Yeah, I mean, that's the thing. Like, when people ask me what my full name was, I would tell them, Tatiana, blah, blah, blah. I wouldn't say, oh, it's baby girl Sanchez. (laughs) Because that's what it was legally until I, I was 17 years old. Well, I, I made the mistake of doing that one time when I was in high school. And then I was like, well, never again. Because it's too hard to explain. Look how long it's taken us to explain it. Just call her Tauntaun Alon. That's what I always did. The scrawny Tawny. Yeah, not scrawny anymore. You're, you're trying to ask a question. Okay, so this is obviously a reference to Dear Hank and John. Because it is second most embarrassing thing about you. Oh, I didn't even realize that's what, that's what that reference was. You know, I haven't even listened to that particular episode, but you <laughs> told me how they got rid of Hank's first most embarrassing thing and went with his second most embarrassing thing. And then Aston repeated the story. Yeah, I know. So you haven't even listened to that episode, but you know all about and it. And so I'm assuming that this question or... I'd say um, that's a fair assumption. Demand of information is from Aston. <laughs> All right, you go first. <clears throat> that I don't know. Well, so think of the most embarrassing thing. I, I, 
I okay, Miss Perfect. <laughs> no, it's not that. Like, I do embarrassing things, like, on a daily basis, and it's really hard to remember or put them on a scale. Tawny, we found your old journal from when you were a teenager <laughs> yesterday. <laughs> so I'm thinking you could ha- just pull something out of there, because you said you were going to burn it because it was so embarrassing. <laughs> okay. Tawny likes to erase her history and edit it. Okay. So yesterday, I don't know if this would actually count, but since you mentioned it, I'll just make this my thing. Found a journal from when I was in sixth to like eighth grade, I think. And I think that it poorly represents the person that I really am, but it is still extremely embarrassing to look back on because it's all the things that I didn't want to share with other people, which was mainly boys. And my opinions on boys and boys what boys I liked and blah, blah, boys. blah. So, I mean, that's pretty much all that is written in it. Is but also there's a drawing of me. It's so cute. And <laughs> there is a drawing of you, but it's really, it's not cute. It's mean. I didn't get to read the full description. Yeah, it's actually really mean. <laughs> What's I, it say? It's embarrassing to me, not because of the boys and that stuff, but embarrassing of how like mean i was was we're using the past tense okay shallow i was when i think back and i know my memories i know what that journal is referencing it's not the whole situation it's just what i happen to scribble down in the moment and like if in a moment of anger when i was like frustrated with a certain person and it's really it's... why didn't you ever write down when you were happy with a certain person I don't, I don't know. Maybe because if I'm happy, I'm okay with telling people I'm happy. But if I'm not, then I just feel like I need to write it down and then leave it at that. But there, it was also really just the idea of someone reading that journal makes me sick. It's so bad. And it's, it's also just kind of awkward experiences from when I was a kid. And you should I, just scribble out all the names and publish it. Scribble. <laughs> yeah. No. Um, my diary, I don't like to edit my past. I don't like to get rid of things that happen to me, even if they're terrible. Even if they're terrible. I know. (laughs) You are a big brother. But, like, this past year, I did finally cave and scribble out some particularly incriminating passages. What did they relate to? Just a few sentences. Just things I really did not need anybody to know. No one ever needs to know. It's fine. Okay. The people who need to know, know. So <laughs> that's not the second most embarrassing thing about you, though. Um, the second most... Honey, oh my gosh. I can edit this out. What do you think is the most embarrassing thing about me? The most embarrassing thing about you? hmm That you... Like, how much crap you found in your belly button? <laughs> that one time. <laughs> That is by far not the most embarrassing okay. thing about me. I know, me. it's just the first thing that pops into my head. It's so disgusting. Why don't we just qualify that as the second most embarrassing thing? Listen, everybody gets belly button lint, okay? No. Most people clean themselves, Asia. <laughs> it's a very small button. <laughs> um. Okay, so second most embarrassing thing about me would be that... Oh, man, everything I think of is too embarrassing to say. I'm just, how do you, I can't think of things like that on the spot. Well, that's because you have never in your whole life deliberately revealed anything embarrassing to anybody. Yeah, maybe. I think I just delete it. 
I tell people people embarrassing things about me so they can't discover them on their own and I've already owned it, you know? It's a thing about me that I told them. I think in general, like, the... I kind I just get embarrassed by everything that I do, like every conversation I have. I'm like, oh my god, what, what, did, what did I just say? And so, if everything is embarrassing, nothing is embarrassing. Well, so Hank's second most embarrassing one was doing a fake <laughs> English accent for a year, and I haven't done that, but I have gone to the pier in San Francisco and done a fake English accent to everybody I talked to. I've done that. I was with another person named Asia, and we were both doing it. I've done that. It was uh, Australian, though. Wow, that's commitment. That's hard. I would slip out of that one. Tawny and I, maybe this can we can be tied on our second most embarrassing thing. Tawny and I, all the time, every day, slip into English accents <laughs> when we're talking to each other. Sometimes it's Scottish, sometimes it's Irish, sometimes it's Northern, sometimes it's London posh. Yeah. We're ridiculous, and we don't know why we do it. It just happens. One of us starts talking in an accent, the other one starts talking It can be, like, really subtle little triggers sometimes. Like, I'll see something from a British vlogger on Twitter, and it's not even anything that I'm hearing. It's just the fact that I know they are British. Mm -hmm. And in my mind, I start reading their tweets in that accent mm-hmm. and then it just makes my brain do it and then I start talking to people like that mainly I, you I think the reason it doesn't happen to everybody is because everybody hasn't spent so much time practicing these accents yeah because we both did some theater in high school well when I was in high school and we did the Peter Pan play I was really upset that I didn't get to play Wendy but I was more upset because I had to teach the girl who got the part as Wendy how to do a oh, British I accent. I about that. I was so mad. I was like, you won't let me play her, but you're going to make me teach her how to do it better. It was infuriating. You know, there was a play in high school. I didn't get the part either. So I got a call back, and she got a call back, and, like, she got the part for multiple reasons. One of which, though, was that she could scream a lot better than I could and we were doing this Agatha Christie play and like I can act in front of people no problem but then when I have to scream I get nervous for some reason I like hesitate to scream it's actually a real problem for my voice acting and she was really good at it but oh her English accent so like she had to be coached too and I was like (laughs) yeah anywho I got a bloody nose because I didn't get that part (laughs) <laughs> that's okay that was more, oh that's more the second most embarrassing I thing i was once so upset about a play <laughs> that i but i didn't want anyone to know i was upset so I, I tried to calmly watch a movie and instead i ended up bleeding all over my white sweater because my nose burst that's beautiful mm-hmm. should we go to the next question i don't know probably should asia will you describe a color what color any color. Tell me a color. Maroon. Maroon is the color of my coat. That was the worst. (laughs) I'm very upset. (laughs) Maroon is sort of like a purplish, reddish color, 
I know that I'm not probably not supposed you're, to describe it with other using, colors. You can't do that. No, you need to I know. Listen, listen, it. listen, listen. The reason I'm starting that way is because I think it's funny that I think of it as this purplish reddish color, but I've been learning French, and their word for brown is marron. I, I don't know why I said it with a Spanish accent, but <laughs> um, anyway, so that color seems kind of like spread way out. <laughs> So if I were going to describe maroon, I think I would describe it as the taste of plums combined with the smell of autumn leaves. It's pretty good. Oh, prunes, I meant prunes. I would say <laughs> more like the taste of plums with the smell of a campfire. I think prunes is more. A smell of a campfire with plums? Yeah. I guess. It's more woody. You're more woody. <laughs> no, I'm definitely more buzz. Oh my god. <laughs> okay. <laughs> edit, 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 edit. <laughs> I don't think of maroon as woody. I think of it as mysterious and dark. It was Kiri's favorite crayon when we she was maroon three. Maroon is a sip of my wine. Maroon is what happens when you're on a ship <laughs> and it sinks, but you're close to land, but then you have no way to get off of that island. And then you you have a volleyball friend. I think we've <laughs> described colors enough. Okay. Would you like to read the next question? You didn't describe any colors. We don't have to both answer everyone. Oh, I didn't answer the dream job one. You're right. Why am I doing all the hard labor here? <laughs> uh... Maybe you should ask this question. Well, I believe this uh, question was from Aston, right? I mean, so yeah. he's asking, who would win in a fight, me or Asia? So Aston versus Asia. Don't forget the fact that Asia could electrocute herself at any moment. I would just like to point out the fact that anybody could electrocute themselves at any moment. And that I have yet to be electrocuted, although I have been shocked many, many times. But you are also an electrician, Aston, and I bet you've been shocked once or twice. Who would win in a fight? That's... Ooh, can we be fighting while we're trying to install some plugs or something? Uh, that's... God, that's the most boring thing um, I can imagine. Um, what should we be installing? Solar panels? Nothing! Stop installing <laughs> things! Well, how else is how else is one of us going to get electrocuted? Okay, Aston, we fight... In the middle of the night, on the worst lightning storm of the year, with antennas in our hands. Yeah, and Asia, in her mind, the sounds in that scene are... That's her lightning sound. It's <laughs> <laughs> <That's> not better. <laughs> you sound like you're trying to hawk a loogie. Oh, that's like the one in Bambi. Yeah, that was actually better. Yeah, those are just symbols in Bambi. Those aren't actual lightning sounds. It's an imaginary sound. <laughs> lightning doesn't make a sound. It's like a strike. You're like a strike. Yep. Three. Anyway, um, <laughs> you know, I I would have to say Aston is going to win. What? Because I fought you. Not for real. Uh, well... I could take you. You've been sitting on the, your computer for a year now, just noodling away, programming, while I was out there teaching swimming lessons and carrying ladders. And I still don't think it's made that big a difference. 
I am so strong. Okay, but uh, this is not me and you. I'm saying Aston also has a job that is not sitting on a computer all day like mine. And he is taller than you and he is a male. And is just, I think... But I am a female and therefore have a low center of gravity. And then I... So I can just flip him over my head like that lady in the elevator video. Remember that? Did you see that? It was awesome. Look I did up. not. Lady in elevator stops mugger. Even though she's real small. It's great. That's what you should Google. Okay. Don't forget that it's great. <laughs> so <laughs> make sure you watch the great one. <laughs> Alright, can we go to the next question? I'm gonna kill you, Aston. If you're... I'm coming for you, Aston. If you're a host... I'll find out where you live. <laughs> if you're a host, is the podcast a parasite of your time? Of your precious, <laughs> precious time. Of your life force. Of your humor reservoirs. If we're the host. That's oh, parasite. the podcast would be a parasite of us. Because we're the hosts. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Science. Yeah. Um, so, I'm glad. <laughs> so, um, of our time, I guess, and our humor reservoirs, for sure, they are running dry. Yeah. Oh, thanks for your contribution. <laughs> To that answer. I'm I'm actually just trying to slowly, like, and subtly kick my cat out of this room. Yeah. Pocket, you're too noisy. You can't be on the podcast. Oh, he's wet. <laughs> yeah. Shut the door. Out of here. <laughs> he's so cute. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So cute and muddy and covered in stickers. Yeah. Loves to bring animals in the house. Snakes. Mice. Yeah. It's nice walking into my home and seeing just dead snakes on my floor and (laughs) occasionally not knowing that there's dead animals in my house until I smell them and then I have to go hunting for the thing that was hunted and left in my apartment. Oh good, it's raining. That's not going to make it any harder to edit this podcast. (laughs) I don't, I wasn't particularly fond of the parasite question. So favorite Doctor Who episode and why? Oh, this is from Sharon. Thanks, Sharon. Yay. A Doctor Who question. Okay, so... (laughs) Can't even tell if you're being sarcastic or not. (laughs) I don't know either. (laughs) So, I think for a long time, my favorite episode was Blink. I I know that a lot of people have that same favorite episode. Um, But it is a really good episode, especially if you're trying to introduce someone to Doctor Who. Although... I really liked the episode, I don't know what it was called, but it was with Peter Capaldi, his doctor, and when he Ooh. was trapped uh, in that, that loop. That was so sad. And cool. Yeah. I, I don't remember the name of the episode, but I think that that's my favorite, my new favorite. It was just so, I don't know. Intense and trippy? Yeah. I loved it. I love intense and trippy. Um, yeah, that was that was really good, because, I mean, there was a bit of a struggle with the transition to Capaldi, but I actually liked him right away, because he just was, like, what the Doctor's supposed to be. I don't think he was gifted with the best of writing at first, but I'm not... I immediately loved Peter Capaldi's Doctor, and I think it's because I relate to him, like, of, <laughs> of the Doctor's. She's a grumpy old Scottish man, and she's got eyebrows for days. And I play guitar, and yes, the grumpy part. I think... He's, if, if the doctors had different MBTI types, I, he would be an INTJ, you know, and I love, I love when, 
um, he first gets a hug from Clara, and he's just like, I don't know if I'm a hug hug person anymore, or whatever, and I just, I found that really interesting. I like how they always try to make clear the differences in their personalities. Because it's like they die. It is. It's like they have the same memories, but they can't help being a new person. I don't want to go. Yeah. That was David Tennant. I know. That was a whole, there was a whole doctor in between that. I know, Tawny. So you're Peter Capaldi. Um, which doctor would I be? Which doctor would be? Definitely would be David Tennant. Oh, thank you. I know, but it's so true, right? (laughs) Am I right? David Tennant. Actually, I don't know because I haven't seen, I think the only other doctors I've watched. I might be Tom Baker. I don't know. I'm a bit Bakerish. The only other one I've seen, I think, is uh, William Hartnell. Yeah, we should really catch up on that classic who before people stop <laughs> listening to us for being charlatans. <laughs> um, my favorite episode, I don't know. I'm not caught up with the last season yet. I'm pretty stoked for the next season, though, even though I'm sad Peter Capaldi's leaving us so soon. I really thought he'd stick around because he's such a fanboy. So this is my formula. I have this formula for converting people to Doctor Who, and if it doesn't work after they watch these episodes, then it wasn't meant to be. So, first episode I have them watch is Blink. Then have them watch The Girl in the Fireplace, then Family of Blood, and then if they like those episodes but they're still not convinced, I have them watch The Eleventh Hour. And then, if they loved those episodes, I make them go back and watch Rose so they can get context and they know how much better it gets, and then they're hooked forever. And I've done this to so many people. Like, I wish I was this good at convincing people of literally anything else other than to watch Doctor Who, but I have converted so many people to the ways of the Who. I would say I've converted a few people. I've, I have, I counted once and I needed more than the hands that I possessed to count the number of people that have gotten to watch this show. And some of them are like more hardcore fans than I am. I used to be a lot more diehard. I still enjoy the show, but I've, I've calmed down a little bit. All right, next question. Oh, this is for you. What's the cause of lactose intolerance? Because Sharon doesn't feel like Googling stuff. <laughs> I know. <laughs> uh, cause of lactose intolerance is not having the lactase enzyme in your body. Didn't and we talked about this last episode. <laughs> we talked about whether or not you can digest human milk when you are an adult, which you cannot. Because you cannot digest milk as an adult unless you're a mutant. And you know, I'm actually not even entirely sure about the mutant thing. I don't know if that's true. That's just what I had heard. But we're not Googling it, so forget nope. it. But <laughs> I do know that the cause of lactose intolerance is a lack of the lactase enzyme. Which is why if you buy lactate milk or other products like that, it all it's still milk. They're just putting that lactase enzyme in it. I'm lactic acid intolerant, which is why I don't work out. Yeah. It hurts. Yeah, that's that's true. That's a thing that is true. And, yeah. Next question. Can you actually get sick from non-toxic markers? Okay, it depends on what you're doing with these markers. Yeah. If you're using them as, like, as per the user manual, then... Are you consuming a lot of them? Like the entire marker or just the stick inside the marker? Are you making a juice out of the ink? Are you sticking them up your nose? I mean... Or other orifices? I think sticking anything up your nose is just not a good idea. 
I think if you eat too much of anything, you will die. So please don't eat too many markers. And by too many, I mean one or any fraction thereof. So I actually looked up this question ahead of time. And, well, by ahead of time, I mean about five minutes ago or less. But I found an article and it talks about how basically a non-toxic marker or product is only avoiding the uh, the effects of inhaling it. So they're not going to get sick or high from inhaling any of the fumes that come off of those, supposedly. But, so those highs were just all in my mind. It's all psychosomatic. Yes. Oh. Man, second grade Asia. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> no, but seriously, those scented markers, what were they thinking? <laughs> Those better have been non-toxic, because we were all huffing those markers. Yeah. Dude. Yeah. I remember the grape one in particular. Mm. Um, Strawberry. All about the strawberry. I think the grape was just a more... It was stronger smelling. I think there was a root beer one. I don't remember that. Man, good times. Good times. I wish more of my writing utensils had sent. Oh, good! Intensely raining. Yeah, I'm so glad we live in California, and the one time we decide to podcast, we actually get some water falling from the sky. (laughs) Okay, next question. Why was slime so popular? Okay, I don't... It's still popular. Yeah, I need to know some context. Is she talking about when it was popular, like, Like Nickelodeon Nickelodeon slime? (laughs) Or, like, the gloopy glorp i can't remember the name of it um that we used to make in kitchen sinks when i was like nine in the 90s or is she talking about the recent resurgence of slime that has become so popular that kids are making it at home and selling it at school like the little entrepreneurs they are yeah and every time i go on instagram there's like suggested posts of people mixing their own slime and putting glitter in it and stuff Mm -hmm. and it's supposed to be like this satisfying thing to watch, but it's it's not to me. I don't... Oh, uh, it's not satisfying because I don't get to touch it, and touching slime is so satisfying. Yeah. Have you ever been, though, to, like, a public place where they have um, slime, you know, sitting there for people to play with? No. Where the heck have you been well, going? Like, like uh, there was a toy store in Oregon I went to in Portland, and oh, they had course. that. Portland. And <laughs> I just, I couldn't, like, I touched it, and then immediately was... Just thinking about how many, many other germs people have touched it. it had absorbed. So Ew. I think if I was going to have slime to play with, like, I would have to make it myself or, like, not yeah, let for other sure. people. Yeah. I have this little um, rubbery, stretchy kitty cat that my friend gave me as, like, a fidget toy for stress and stuff. And I love it. But it's filthy and those are just my germs that i'm sometimes grossed out by but like i need to give it a bath and i can't even imagine if i was sharing it with a bunch of random strangers in portland yeah it was gross definitely was glad i kept hand sanitizer with me but um slime is is cool and fun and i don't know why artificial slime is fun but like if a slug touches me i want to die what is the difference Mm, i I really don't know. I think because one is like, we don't like things that ooze from bodies. We don't like things yeah, that secretions. are actual life. Yeah, secretions. <laughs> we don't like biology. I no. think humans are just like, ew, biology. Humans gross. like to pretend they don't have secretions, which yeah. is why we wear deodorant and sh- and shampoo our hair, get rid of all those sebums and those sweatums. Sweatums. And- <laughs> 
and change her underwear and <laughs> oh man and wear underwear <laughs> we're disgusting okay yeah we're humans deal I'm gonna skip that question because it's not a question and I don't know what she's talking about though that's why I included it she said you should play that game where you guess the Disney songs what game Sharon send rules okay moving on <laughs> Uh, what is your preference of water bottles? Smart water. Smart waters. Uh, we should have done that count to three and say yours. Yeah. Uh, is this a question of, like, water brand that we prefer or type of water bottle? I was assuming brand, but if she's talking about water bottle, then reusable. Metal ones, preferably, because the plastic ones make my water taste funny. I prefer to just find puddles and glass. drink from that. No, she doesn't. She's a stinking liar. <laughs> Uh, or I actually, what I like to do, if it, I don't have a reusable bottle, um, is get a giant jug of water, like a gallon, and just keep that nearby. Does, yeah. I, the only, I'm okay with any brand of water, though, as long as it is not Arrowhead. Ugh, that's not even water. Arrowhead has a flavor and it should not. You know what, one <laughs> of the rudest things I've ever done in my whole life is... <laughs> One time I asked someone for water, and they brought me an Arrowhead bottle, and I said I asked for water. Snobbiest <laughs> thing. I know! I actually said that. I'm so mean. <laughs> Is that your second most embarrassing thing? Oh, gosh. I, I, I think the problem with the second most embarrassing thing is that there's lots of second most there's embarrassing so things. Many. That's what I'm saying. On the same there's, level. We're too awful of people, and we're just too embarrassed by ourselves at the same time always well you're a lot more embarrassed than i am <laughs> i am but i'm a lot more embarrassing so i have more things to hide <laughs> uh guilty pleasure tv show didn't we already we kind of got into this but then you named one and i demanded that you edited it out <laughs> because you don't get to tell people my guilty pleasure tv okay, shows okay think of all your guilty pleasure tv shows and think of the one you're at least embarrassed about of the most embarrassing ones oh, and then tell them i i can't get them out of my head except like i can only think of one and it's just so bad i'll tell you mine jane and the dragon <laughs> i wouldn't be ashamed to watch or tell people i watch that it's a good cartoon okay we are <laughs> gonna need to we're gonna end up listing so many embarrassing shows before we agree on what's embarrassing Okay, no, you would definitely agree that mine is embarrassing. I'm just gonna say this. I, first of all, love cheesy romantic movies. Except for Leap Year, that is the worst movie ever made. Also, all the other ones that uh, like. And... I used to have to hide these movies because I was <laughs> sick of watching them. <laughs> and I love, like, really just easy-to-watch crappy drama shows. And... Don't it's, cuss on my show. <laughs> it's because I just sometimes when I watch TV I want something that I don't really need to pay attention that closely to if I'm multitasking like if I'm cleaning I want something on to listen to but I don't want to have to think too hard I'm hearing and so a lot I just of know. justifications here <laughs> but I I do have to admit that the the most recent show that I was watching that was like that was a drama that I do not want to mention did make what? me cry um one tell me in my ear the one that you're editing out oh oh they killed the main character 
Apropos of nothing, Tawny. I tried, you guys. I tried to do it subtly. Yeah, she's trying to give away my TV shows that I watch. I finished, by the way, so I'm done with that. Wow, that's really great. (laughs) You're editing these out. No one's going to get it from that. Yeah, they are. I know, because my accent was perfect. (laughs) Okay, last Last Wait, question. Wait, I didn't get to say my guilty oh, pleasure. Yeah. Well, you said Jane and the Dragon. Uh, well, yeah, but I've watched more embarrassing shows. So the thing is that I will watch literally any cartoon. <laughs> that is not good. That is not on, like, PBS Junior or Nick Junior. That's where I draw the line. Like, I do not like Blue's Clues or Pippa. The... Actually, I like that one clip from Pippa <laughs> where she's trying to whistle. <laughs> Look that up. Pippa Pig whistle phone call or whatever it's that the is, best is i can't stop laughing and i <laughs> it's so funny. i've been laughing for a thousand years but i was not <laughs> expecting it to be as hilarious as it was yeah i feel like there is some quality stuff going into those shows but they're not for me um but cartoons made for more like 10 year olds or whatever i am all about that that's my jam like Phineas and Ferb. Phineas and Ferb is a fantastic show. And Milo Murphy's Law, I'm not hearing much about it, guys. But that show's great. Do not open my drawer. That is way too noisy. Ugh! Why would you do this? Ugh, Phineas and Ferb is good. Um, Like all of them. I just love cartoons. So when I was five, my dad was watching the news. And I was like, Dad, can we stop watching the news? It's so boring. And he's like... Watching the news is how you find out what's going to happen. Like, there could be a tornado, and how would we know about it? And then from then on, I was watching the news because I was so scared there was going to be a tornado. And every time there wasn't a tornado, tornado I was a little disappointed. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, you have to not say things like that to your kids. They take everything literally, especially me. But anyway, he said, someday when you grow up, you'll like the news and you won't like cartoons anymore. And I said, uh, no. I will always love cartoons. I know that for a fact that's what i said at five years old and i was correct sadly <laughs> very correct but i like the news too i do not like the news. i think the only time i ever watched the news was when i was forced to like if it would just be on and uh dad wouldn't let me change the channel and i still avoid it i hate the news i hate when people just have it playing in the background in their house it is well so irritating okay, to be fair that by the news i mean comedy shows that make fun of the news that's very different and weekend update i just mean <laughs> typical news and twitter <laughs> that's not the i same. listen to npr no. i'm cultured it's fine okay anyway <laughs> can we move on to our last question oh who oh ooh, ah, that's this is a divisive question i have an answer immediately oh, okay so let's do on one two three rory's So the question is, who is your favorite Doctor Who companion? Mine is Rory, for sure. He's pretty good. I love Rory. I have recently gained a newfound appreciation for Rose, which I didn't want because she's already, like, the most popular one. But she's really a perfect companion. I mean, if you're just judging by good at being a companion, Rose was the ultimate perfect companion. 
Clara, I actually identified with a lot, but she caused, like, maybe more problems than she solved, but I did like her. Um, Amy was cool, I guess. Actually, I really liked Amy. It's hard for me to choose, but I think Rose is, like, what you're looking for in a travel companion. She was Just all like... about that life. Yeah. There was nothing else she wanted to do. That was it. So... Well, it was about her work in a shop. Yeah. So. Yeah, she was just kind of like a normal person. She didn't have some crazy backstory or anything. She was just Rose. Yeah. I liked it. I just, I like Rory. I like his personality. I like his loyalty, you know, and... I liked his development, his character development. Yeah. Me too. Yeah, he seemed like whiny and terrible at first, and I hated him, and I wanted him to go away. <laughs> but he got better. Um... Oh my gosh, we're out of questions. The well hath run dry. I said it was our last question. Runneth dry. <laughs> I'm making a lot of noises in my chair, sorry. Okay, so um, that's the show. Do you have anybody you would like to thank? Maybe one of our two question askers? Uh, <laughs> Anyone else? Maybe somebody who's done all the work on this podcast? Uh, why, why am I gonna... We need sponsors. This podcast was sponsored by Carmen Sandiego. Where is she? Will we ever know? No. The answer is no, because she's amazing at her job. She's making out with Waldo. Waldo wishes. (laughs) (laughs) This podcast is also sponsored by Folgers Containers. Uh Uh-huh. Because they're Not the coffee, just the containers. (laughs) Yeah. No one wants the coffee. Very good for podcasting in a pinch. Yes. Um, this podcast was also sponsored by Arrowhead. Oh, uh oh. Oh. Oh, no. Am I reading that right? Oh, I think we just lost a sponsor. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man. Okay. Uh, and lastly, this podcast was sponsored by the Great Emu War. (laughs) The Great Emu War. The Minister of the Great Emu War, actually. For all your emo killing and feather wearing emo, <laughs> emo killing. Is that not what it was? The emo war, <laughs> Australians against emos. <laughs> they were like, we don't like your side swept hair and black eyeliner. Get oh. out of here. Okay, you're copying the emo voice, but you're supposed to be the Australians talking. I think you got it a little mixed up here. <laughs> Get out of here, you emos. I'm the emo. Yeah. Get out of here, you emos. We don't like your attitudes. Why are you laughing? (laughs) Emos don't laugh. They're fed up with life. I can't. I'm really bad at improv. Here, I'll help. Improv. I'll help. I'll help. (laughs) Give me your bangs. (laughs) Give me your bangs. We need to get them over your eye. Oh, man. You need to be more seen. Ouch. She pinched me. (laughs) I remember the scene phases of all my friends. I'm very serious about this bit. <laughs> you need to reply to know. my Australian <laughs> farmer. Be emo. It shouldn't be that hard. I was never emo. I don't know how to be emo. Yeah, but you pretended to be. I think I would be better at pretending to be an emu. <laughs> well, I'll do that then. <laughs> Get out of here, you emo emus. I'm sick of your tall legs and long necks and bad attitudes and side-swept feathers. <laughs> Walk. <laughs> Emus? I have no idea. Maybe 
<laughs> you said he would be better at this. <laughs> that is better. <laughs> I have no idea what an emu is. Okay, I'm giving like. you a P for participation. <laughs> I guess. Oh man, I'm trying to like. What do emo people say? It's not just a phase, mom. This is who I am. Just accept it. See, there you go. It's not that hard. I'm not, I'm, my brain's not working, and I'm really bad at improv. My favorite story is Hot Topic. And I really hate when preps come into Hot Topic just to get, like, earrings or anything, because that's, like, my place. That's where, like, the deep people go. There, see? It's not that hard. <laughs> you can do it. I believe in you. Hey, what are you doing to the shrimp? I just put them on the baby. <laughs> Meat is murder. <laughs> Meat is murder. <laughs> Lime. <laughs> you keep changing it, and then my response is, I can't respond. You take too long to respond. You're the worst. This is why I didn't get to play Wendy. <laughs> <laughs> Playing Wendy. This is why not like improv. Okay, to be fair, you did play Wendy. <laughs> she played wind in that play. She got to play the air. I was a dancer. They asked for the best dancers in my (laughs) dance class. (laughs) Ouch. Oh no, is this the end? (laughs) Oh man, can we stop with the Australian and emo bit? Because I can't handle it. Oh, well, we already stopped with the emo emus because they never began. My Australian farmer is very disappointed in this war. Over before it began. Guac. (laughs) Idiot. Do you remember when there was an emu that got lo- got loose on in the school? <laughs> what? You weren't there when I was in elementary school and emu got loose. <laughs> it was running around the school. And we all had to like get locked in our classrooms. <laughs> oh my god! I don't no, stop talking. Stop talking. That's the end. Not happen. <laughs> okay, we would like a thing. <laughs> oh shoot! Where do I get our music? I forgot the name of it. We would like to thank insert name of website where I got the music here. Asia from the future here to say it was Looperman. Thanks, Looperman, <laughs> for the intro and outro music. And um, to all our listeners, especially Aston, who has been blowing up the mostly rational hashtag. If you want to ask a question, you can do that as well. Or you can submit a question to our Mostly Rational Instagram or our Mostly Rational pod at gmail.com. You can find us on SoundCloud. You can take the RSS feed from the SoundCloud and put it into your favorite podcast listening app. I'm still working on getting it on iTunes. iTunes kind of broke the day I was doing this, so it's not quite there yet. I'll let you know. Stupid iTunes. Apple. Oh, oh look, we're sponsored by iTunes. This, uh-oh. <laughs> Man, we keep just shooting ourselves in the feet over here. Yeah. That's so many holes in my feet. And every sponsor's left. <laughs> oh, no, I mean, we did start out really well with Arrowhead and Apple. <laughs> Man, this is why we'll never be successful. Millennials. How are we going to afford our avocado toast? I was actually really sad because the two avocados we have left are brown. <laughs> racist um okay so this isn't a question we're just going to do what this command is 
So Sharon asked us to say hello in 10 different languages. So we're going to try and do that while the outro music plays. And here we go. You first. Hola. Hello. Bonjour. Uh, konnichiwa. Aloha. Privet. Ni hao. Um, Gadai. <laughs> Australian is not a language, Asia. <laughs> Isn't it? No. Guten Tag. Oh, Jumbo. Jumbo! Nice! Thanks. We're getting all the continents. <laughs> oh, Italian! <laughs> what is it? <laughs> I have no idea. Oh, wait, I need to do mine. I did it in sign language. Very podcast friendly. <laughs> she just waved <laughs> at the microphone. <laughs> Alright, goodbye. Adios. Adios. <laughs> Can we choose Aloha! The same one? <laughs> Tony, don't say hello at the end of the podcast. <laughs>